All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and featured night today, I'm so excited about this from Detroit, Michigan, none other than Jeff Glover. Jeff, it's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for being on the show. You bet. Thanks for having me on, Greg. I appreciate it. This is going to be amazing. And I just want to go through the series of questions. Everybody to dive in deeper to you as a man, as a professional. So uh, without further ado, Jeff, let's just dive into the first question, which is telling everybody just a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So uh, my name is Jeff Glover. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I, am a, I am a real estate agent uh, and, and of course a real estate business owner as well. I'm still on the ground selling real estate. Uh, I sell anywhere between 80 and 100 homes a year personally. Wow. Um, I have a couple brokerages under the entire umbrella. There's about 500 agents mm -hmm. and um, we've got a really great training and coaching company as well called Clover U. I've been wow. in the business um, for 18 years, basically right out of high school mm -hmm. and uh, sold 25, 30 homes my first year in the business and mm -hmm. got into leadership, learned, learned how to manage, learned how to train, learned how to recruit and uh, continued producing and continued selling homes and just kind of put it all together and, and now I still am on the ground selling and teaching others how to do the same. Wow. Jeff, when you're talking about going into all that and giving it a breakdown, um, you've made such a huge impact, not just into, you know, the state of Michigan and, and all the clients and everybody served, but the real estate world and communities. So it's absolute honor again to have you on here. I want to, I want to backtrack just a little bit and dive into what was your initial thought? Why did you get into real estate in the first place, Jeff? What, what, what was the driver? I mean, back, yeah. back out of high school or in that time frame, I mean, you know, young man getting into it. Why? Yeah. yeah. So um, when I was in high school, uh, I, uh, I didn't come from a real, real wealthy background. My parents, um, couldn't really afford college for me. Sure. So, uh, the, the plan was to stay, stay home and go to community college. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to go away for four years and, and, and earn a, earn a great degree like a lot of my friends did. And so instead I thought, all right, well, if I'm going to stay back and go to community college, I, I at least want to figure out a way to make money, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and at, at least start developing my, my skills, I guess, if you will. Right. And so, um, I got into sales actually when I was a junior in high school, mm -hmm. uh, I started selling for circuit city. Uh, okay. and, and I was, I became like number one or number two in the state, mm -hmm. uh, top 200 in the country while I was in high school. And, wow. um, I'm actually moved on when I became at, towards the end of my senior year, basically I was at circuit city for maybe two years hmm. towards the end of my senior year. Or I guess right when I was graduating, I, I sold furniture. Okay. And, um, I, I moved from consumer electronics to consumer furniture hmm. and, uh, somebody in the store said, Jeff, you, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're contemplating what you want to do with your life. You're going to community college. You're really good at sales. I was number one or number two in that store. And, wow. you know, not company, you know, but, well, I, I, by the way, as a senior in high school, I made $65,000 uh, as a senior. <laughs> high school. So, awesome. uh, my teachers are like, you're making more than me. <laughs> oh, that's so um, good. Can you imagine that? Right. That's so that was a little, a little different, but, um, you know, from there, um, somebody in the store said, Hey, have you ever thought about real estate? And in my mind, I was kind of instantly hooked. Cause I thought, you know what? I'm a great salesperson. The reason why I went from consumer electronics to furniture is because it, at Circuit City, the average receipt, we, you know, the lingo we use, the average receipt was maybe 
1500 bucks, you know, uh, a TV or a home theater system or something like that, where in furniture, the average ticket, as we called it in furniture, the average ticket was, you know, $4,500. You go in there, buy a living room set or a mattress and bedroom furniture or whatever. So, you know, it, it seemed logical to me that I'm doing well. I did well there. I did well in furniture. What is, and I actually considered car sales. I'm like, well, what's the highest ticket price you could sell, right? Mm-hmm. A salesperson can sell. Sure. Smart. Real estate, right? So um, that, that's how I got into the real estate business. Wow. And I, I love that. And just breaking it down, the, the continuing nature of your pattern, my friend. So I don't know if we mentioned, I, I think I did on the pre-announcement, but number one in the state of Michigan and then nationally ranked 22, right? I think is number 22. The Wall Street Journal. Yep. Yeah, in the Wall Street Journal. So again, the real trends, sorry, the real trends. Th- that, that, that reoccurring pattern in your life of being number one, number two, uh, I, I think it goes through and it's your, your work ethic and your drive, your character and really putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Uh, and I absolutely love that, Jeff. It's super inspiring. And again, um, you know, looking back at it now to where you are today, absolutely incredible. And uh, just what an inspiration to anybody out there who's, you know, contemplating being in the business or if you're in it and not to the high levels, here's, a, here's an individual you can really, uh, you know, latch onto and learn from. But Jeff, I, I want to dive deeper into you. And this, the second question is the why. So um, at the end of the day, what really drives you and motivates you, gets you out of bed every day, excited to do what you do to the level that you do it at? What are your drivers? Yeah. So I think that's probably evolved through the years as I grew up and matured, mm-hmm. uh, 36 now, um, you know, over the last, I would say probably when I was, um, somewhere in my young twenties, when I decided to lead, um, my thought process then was, you know what? Uh, I didn't have a lot of money, uh, when I was a kid growing up, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't go away to college. Um, I, I want to be the guy that can show people how to succeed, mm-hmm. uh, at a higher level than, than they ever thought possible or they ever imagined. And sure. um, that kind of became like the thing I wanted to be known for, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone, you know, hopefully everyone has something they want to be known for. If not, there, there's some, there's some advice even in that. Sure. Uh, I wanted to become known for as and, and, you know, if, 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 if you listen to anything I put out or any videos I put out, I'm always talking about impacting the lives of millions, not just mm-hmm. thousands. And Love that. I really want to become known as the guy that made a difference in people's career. And I know that sounds probably so cliche and there's probably, you know, a hundred other speakers or trainers that say stuff like that. But I really, you know, I mean, I, I'm even considering like politics and, and as much as I hate politics, just because that's a fast <laughs> way to get to a million people. Now, fortunately, there are a million realtors in the United States. So if I could somehow impact every single one of them, then I guess I'll accomplish my goal. Well uh, said, well said. Yeah, so that, that's, that's really, that's really what, what the, the, that's what gets me out of bed every morning. Gosh, Jeff. And, and again, it's, it's above and beyond yourself and, and, and the individualism. It's really helping others and, and in large numbers. And again, people say hundreds, thousands. You're talking about millions. It's another level. But again, it shows you care and giving back to others that, you know, really could use that advice. And, and if you look back at the beginning of your career, how amazing would it be if someone was like you out there really showing and teaching and coaching, you know, you, I mean, the learning curve and cutting through would be so huge. And, and again, uh, there's no elevator uh, to the top, right? You got to take the stairs. And, mm-hmm. and, but at the end of the day, I think this show represents and amongst so many other, uh, you know, great podcasts, 
learning from the greats, the people who have put the time in, who've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt and really yeah. learn from any mistakes that are there and then to grow and scale and to share with those. So mm -hmm. again, I, I would like to talk about you as a top coach and a trainer. What, what's the best way to get, get a hold of you that way? Um, how can people consume more of your content and, and yeah, uh, learn from you? Sure. Thank you. Uh, I would say the number one place uh, we have a Facebook group. It's just a small one. There's a few thousand of people, a few thousand people in there. It's called the Glover U Inner Circle. Okay. That would probably be the best place because anytime I'm putting out any kind of content, uh, you know, we have a podcast as well, Live Unreal Podcast, it's called. Um, uh, any, anytime I'm putting a video out, it usually goes into the Facebook group first. And okay. so um, I, I would join the Glover U Inner Circle Facebook group. It's free to join, and, and that would be the number one place for content, I'd say. Love it. Huge. And again, everybody out there is watching or listening, please do this. Follow this man. There's so many different, I'll have links in the comments down below as always. But Jeff, I think that this is a great segue into question number three, which is uh, really looking back at your career and picking or choosing one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. Where did you really see that uptick or, or growth? Um, what's that look like for you? What advice would you give anybody watching or listening? Um, hands down in the beginning, it was become becoming a master salesperson. Okay. Uh, you know, I know, I know we hear from people all the time where we take programs where we say, you got to learn the scripts. You got to learn the scripts. You got to role play. You got to script practice. You got to learn the dialogues. Uh, I, I, I can honestly say I'm, I'm one of a few people in the industry and I, and I, and I can say this cause I've met, I've met thousands. Sure. Uh, I'm one of a few people in the industry that really took that to heart. And uh, quite honestly, I had no choice. When I started, I remember being 18, 19 years old in my broker's office, looking around, you know, and, and sitting in, you know, sitting in, in the, in the guest chair mm -hmm. and saying, Tim, the, he's no longer with us today. Tim, how am I going to compete with these guys? You know, I'm looking around and I'm seeing, you know, all these Lincoln town cars in the, in the parking lot. And yeah. you know, when you're 18 years old, anyone in their thirties is considered old to you, right? right. <laughs> Everyone's old, older than me. And, and there's no way I'm going to be able to compete with these guys. Yeah. You know, what, what am I going to, what am I going to have to do? And I'll never forget. He said, Jeff, you just have to sound like you've been doing it a long time. Wow. Oh, okay. Just sound like I've been doing it a long time. I'm 18 years old. I, I, I don't have that great of a car. Uh, I'm renting an apartment. How do I sound like I've been doing this a long time? And wow. so he handed me a book of scripts and said, listen, you just have to master these inside and out. And no one will question how long you've been in the business or how many homes you've sold. Wow. And I'm telling you, I wrote them out. I chanted them. I role played. And ever since then, that's kind of like been the thing in the beginning that, that I was known for. Oh yeah. Jeff's a script guy. He's a script master. Mm -hmm. To this day, I still believe in them heavily. Obviously there's a lot of things that have advanced in the industry, but that's, that's where it began. That was a big difference maker for me. Wow. And I think that when you're looking at it from that standpoint, Jeff, and a big takeaway, hopefully everybody's picking this up the same way that I am, but a lot of it is being a true practitioner and putting in the time, putting in the work and really understanding your craft and um, you know, having the conversation, the art of the deal and, and really just being able to communicate with people in a different way, I think is, is absolutely fantastic. But it's the old saying, you know, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? It's practice, 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 practice. And I, I find that to be a huge thing for everybody out there. I mean, you wanna to get to the top in any field, entrepreneurialism across the board, whether it's real estate or not, you got to put the time in, you got to practice and you got to constantly learn and grow. And that's a huge message. Well, because guess what? If we don't, if we don't, we just speak to everyone in our language. And the reality is, is there's actually four languages. All right. Well, there's, there's more than four, you know, world languages. But what yeah. I mean by that is there's high D's, there's high I's, high S's, high C's, driver, mm -hmm. expressive, amiable, analytical. Mm -hmm. And you need to get to a point to where you can learn to speak in their language, not your language. And the mistake I think a lot of agents make is, is 
They learn their they learn the presentation or oh I got a great buyer consultation. What are you talking about? I've been doing this for 20 years and I've sold this many homes. Yeah, but what about this style of person? What about this communication style? What how do you build rapport with them if you're not speaking their language? And that that is crucial to mastering the dialogues. Wow. Big stuff, everybody. And I wish we could we could dissect this one question for well over an hour. I know that's huge stuff, but please follow Jeff. Learn from this man. It's absolutely incredible. And this is just a little sliver, but I keep I want to keep moving this forward. So this next question is a tricky one. It's a challenge question for every single Titan. It's been asked before you. This is episode 198. So uh, you know, there's been a lot of different answers to this question, but uh, I absolutely cannot wait to go into this. Now, when it is the challenge time frame, we all have personal or professional challenges or struggles. No one's exempt. Now, whether it's done in the past, we're dealing with it now, or we haven't quite experienced it yet, but we will. The big thing and takeaway for everybody watching and listening is it's not so much what happened, but what we learn and how we respond to it. And it's not downplaying pain or sorrow, but at the end of the day, we all have it. And it's great to understand from different perspectives. So Jeff, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge personally or professionally that you overcame, what's that look like for you? Mm -hmm. Well, um, this, this, this is probably um, not, not as dramatic as maybe some of the others. So I'm sorry if this doesn't make you good listening. <laughs> You're good. Uh, but early on in my career, when I, when I decided to become a manager, I was, I was 20 years old mm -hmm. and um, Kathy Schweitzer took a chance on me to run one of her offices. Mm -hmm. um, I, I offended a lot of people. I made a lot of people mad. I made some people quit. I made some people cry. Wow. And that is because uh, I lacked versatility. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I was 20 years old with an ego. And, and by the way, even as I matured and got older, I still had an ego and, and, had trouble adapting to other people. Hmm. I really have struggled taking a genuine interest in others. Uh, not that I, I let, let me, let me rephrase that. Yeah. I've struggled showing a general, a general interest in others. Hmm. Uh, I take a, I take an interest in others. Uh, hmm. I care, you know, about your success or about your family or about your life, but I don't slow down to show it uh, hmm. enough. And, um, I'll tell you, it's still ongoing. I mean, I, I still, you know, have to stop and smell the roses, so to speak. Um, but I, for a long, long time in my career, I struggled um, with with our associates. You know, they they knew that I was willing to train them how to make money. Okay, there's no doubt. They would say, "Listen, follow Jeff. He'll show you the way." Um, but they normally follow that up with. Now he might not ever get to know you. He might not know your kids' names. He might not know what makes you tick, but wow. he'll tell you how to make money. Hmm. Uh, and I've struggled that with for that for a long time. And wow. you know, not not as much now as I did then, because I think you know, getting older also helps with that too. But sure, something early on that that somebody had to pull me aside and and tell me to get my ego out of the way and and um, you know, start show that show that there, there's another way. I don't always have to be right. Well, you know, Jeff, uh, thank you so much for sharing that. It's not easy to do, and especially out to the audience here. But I think that so many people are, that's going to resonate with because the high performers, the people that are really, really focused on getting things done, it's hard to sometimes show emotion for others and, and really connect in, in ways that people that are slower down, right? They're not as high paced. Maybe they have the time to do that a little bit easier or more or express that. But at the end of the day, you're getting the results done. And so I think that that's great advice for everybody out there who's watching or listening, especially the high producers, the high volume individuals. And that's not just business relationships. That's personal relationships. Like we're just so business, business, work, work, work. 
and it's tough to sit back and then really take that time. And it's a balance, but uh, the fact that you, you know, you're, you're recognizing that and you're working on it and you see that evolution as we age and, and we're all there, right? I mean, I think everybody understands where you're coming from. So uh, that's a perfect example. And, and again, a further testament to you constantly improving yourself and, and yeah. looking at it and say, how can I be the best version of Jeff, right? And how can I help so many people and really expand those millions of people that you're talking about that you're already doing, Jeff, I think it's huge um, when you're talking about that advice and going through and, and speaking of advice, and, and we got through the tough stuff. That was the tricky question. So you nailed that, Jeff. That was no problem. This one is actually one of my favorites, and this is the travel back in time question. Now, this is not to change who you are or what you've done in the past per se, because positive and negative, it made you who you are today, right? But if you could travel back in time, any time frame, any age range, and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would you say to younger Jeff? Um... Gosh, what would I say? So, I mean, it kind of correlates to what I just shared, and that yeah. is, um, you know, um, uh, really find out what makes people tick, really mm -hmm. find out what makes people excited before I assume that, you know, they're just here or they're just worth me to make money. Don't sure. just assume that everybody wants to make money, at least in my role as a leader or, or as a trainer. Mm -hmm. um, find out what they're really looking to accomplish, because in a lot of cases, uh, it just, it's just like, actually, we tell our agents with sellers, don't assume that it's every seller has a bottom line. Don't assume that every seller is moving so they can make a profit. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's the mis biggest mistake you can make. You, most sellers are moving for an emotional reason. They got to upside. Oh. You know, they're outgrowing their house. They're downsizing. They're, they're, they, wanna, they, want to, they want less yard to take care of. Find out what all those things are first. So that's similar advice to, okay, same thing with people. Find out what makes people tick before I assume it's just about being huge successes. Wow, Jeff. And again, I just love that, that piece of advice. And, and we can't go back and change what we've done, but we can change what we're implementing today and into the future. And that's everybody watching and listening, myself included. And I think that that's wonderful. It's just to really sit back and take the time to get to know people as deeply as possible and what their needs are. And it's not about us, it's about them. And I think that that's great advice um, going through it. And once you identify those those key indicators, and you can really service them to a higher level. You can really yep. make a bigger impact in their lives and in their worlds. And whether it's training or it's clients or family, I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth. It's just being in depth. And a lot of people in conversation, you know, they're, they're really just waiting for their turn to speak. And, and I think that to sit back and listen and understand and, and genuinely hear someone, right? Yep. It, it, that's so, so big. And, and those are, those are making the impacts on people's lives every day. And I love the fact that's huge advice, Jeff, that, that is something that so many of us can take away. Uh, that is really, really big stuff. So I do want to go, we got two questions left. We're almost done. Uh, sure. This one ends up being uh, one of the crowd pleasers into it because everybody wants to learn the way the Titans learn. So um, it's the feeding of the mind portion. So books you're reading or read that you enjoy podcasts you love or listen to. I, I would love to give your podcast another shout out too, please. Sure. And then, um, you know, if it's any kind of additional mentoring or mastermind groups or conferences that you attend, essentially, yeah. Jeff, how are you feeding your mind? Yeah, great question. So, um, number one, I'm 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 always looking to be a part of groups of masterminds. Hmm. Um, I, I I get a lot of value from from conferences, and I did for the majority of my career. In fact, you know, we put on conferences. We do two a year: the Live Unreal Retreat and the Live Unreal Summit. Love it. Uh, and I get stuff from those because I get to see a lot of my friends who've been in the industry for a while. Um, but really, I, I like the smaller, more intimate settings. You know, for instance, um, just this Friday, I'm, I'm flying to uh, Las Vegas to, to be in a room of, of 25 high producers and high-minded thinkers. 
leaders and people that, you know, uh, want to get to the next level. And so uh, I'm more into, and for years and years, I spent time in a, in a, in a very high level mastermind. So it's, in my opinion, getting into a mastermind, even though sometimes it costs a little bit more money, uh, the expectations are a little higher. You can't just buy a ticket to a conference and show up to classes if you want to. I mean, you commit to a mastermind, you are involved and there's homework and there's presentations and there's participations required. Right. Um, to me, that's, that's where I get the most of, most of my knowledge, knowledge information. Uh, podcast. Yeah. So our, our podcasts live on real podcasts. Uh, our style's a little different. We don't interview. Uh, it's not really like an interview style. Sure. Uh, I do, you know, have conversations with our coaches and stuff uh, on that, but it's more of me just spewing whatever's important now, <laughs> um, you know, whatever, you know, a lot of times it's like, Hey, I went on three appointments this week and here's what the seller said to me and here's how I responded and here's how I got the listing. Wow. Uh, and, and it's, it's deeper high level, you know, leadership and recruiting and, and, and training and things like that too. But sure. uh, I've never really been uh, a big, um, you know, audio book or podcast um, guy. I, I really appreciate masterminds and I, mm -hmm. I probably attend no less than, I mean, obviously COVID has been a little different, but I attend, sure no less than four or five events a year and four or five masterminds a year. So, wow. you know, you're looking at one a month, one every other month. That's huge. And again, Jeff, I, I'm a firm believer of exactly what you said. I mean, really learning in those smaller settings and, and having that accountability and, and surrounding yourself with more greatness, right? Other people that are on your level or above your level to push you to another spot, I think is crucially important. And, um, you know, again, putting those on, there's a lot of great organizations out there. Again, what Jeff is doing is absolutely incredible. So we'll have links down in the comments down below so people can really engage with your content, as we said, you know, for, you know, learning and then for the podcast, everything along those lines. But Jeff, this has been chock full of incredible information, just tons of takeaways, people really latch onto and grow and learn and scale the real estate business. But I want to wrap everything up with a final question. And yeah. this ends up being a quote or mantra that sums you up as a man as a professional, what's that look like for Jack Glover? Very simple. It's called Live Unreal. Hmm. Uh, so we, that's actually, we, we ended up turning that into a brand. <laughs> Love that. Love that. So uh, it, it came from um, some focus groups with our associates on what we want their experience to be with our company and, um, you know, why people were attracted to our company. And what we discovered is a lot of people were attracted to our company because they wanted to have my life. They wanted to have my lifestyle. They wanted to, they wanted to, to be able to acquire things and take vacations and do, you know, do stuff with their family. And so, um, we kind of sat down and said, okay, how do we make this our mission? You know, if that, if that's what you see from me and that's what you were attracted to and that's why you stay, how do we turn this into a mission? And we came up with a mission statement of, uh, living an unreal experience to deliver one, living an unreal experience to deliver one. And yeah. so unreal, uh, our definition of a re unreal, we came up with our own definition for that. And that is uh, something so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. Hmm. Something so amazing, it's almost unbelievable. And so living an unreal experience to deliver one means living an unreal experience at work, at home, with your family, with your friends, so that way your spirits are high, your attitude is great, your smile is there, your enthusiasm is there, and you end up delivering that experience to other people you come in contact with, hmm. whether it's customers, whether it's clients, whether it's family, whether it's friends, right? So living an unreal experience so you can deliver one to others. And hmm. we shorten that to basically live unreal. <laughs> I, I think that sums you up beautifully. And again, everything that we discussed and gone through and 
how you got into the business and what you do and how you impact so many people. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And uh, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. It's just been an absolute pleasure to really uh, share this moment with you and, and share you with the, the Titan Nation for sure. So thanks again, Jeff. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on, Greg. I appreciate you. This is great. And everybody, thank you so much, as always, for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here, we're doing the Real Estate Titans, please don't forget to like, subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate, you're looking to grow and scale your business digitally, really having massive amounts of impact in your local markets for buyers and sellers and nurturing and converting that to close transactions, please visit lionboltmedia.com. We are live here at Real Estate Titans every Tuesday and every Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Jeff. Take, Take it easy. Thank you.